0: Nope. Didn't work. Why? Jackass. What? The volume's down. Is that it? The volume's all the way up. Didn't get the premium. (laughs) (laughs) There's the volume. That worked.
1: (laughs) Turn off phantom power. If I turn
2: off phantom power, my mic doesn't work.
1: Man, that was loud. That's a lot.
2: (laughs) Morning.
0: Welcome to Don't Be The Artist. I'm Hagen.
1: I'm deaf. Dave. (laughs) I'm Deaf Dave. I'm Adam. I'm Jackson.
0: I don't think we said our names last time. I think we were we, so, we did not. We were too excited. We yeah, just we went for so it.
1: We're so
0: excited. It's <laughs> funny. Dave flipped his um, what is it called? that My
1: uh, pop filter.
0: Pop filter. Yes. Uh, he flipped his pop filter inside out because it, uh,
1: it had hair on it.
0: It has cat hair on it. You don't want cat hair all up in your mouth.
1: It tickles my nose, and I think it's my mustache. It's a real problem.
2: Why don't you just have a mustache made of cat hair instead of a mustache made of your regular hair? It's
1: just uh, what Dave wants. That's
0: is exactly. it Jackson, that's what your mustache is, right? It's just cat hair? I really don't want to get into how Dave <laughs> feels about cats because it upsets me every time. I, I didn't happen.
1: have okay. a good relationship with cats growing up.
0: I didn't, no, I didn't have a bad relationship. I, did I just didn't have a didn't have relationship. A relationship.
1: I Do I you did. want to talk about it? Yes. I'm allergic to cats. That's fair. And
2: That's not cat's fault. Go on. No, sorry. Of, of course, Of course.
1: <laughs> the cat that I had was my older brother's cat. This is going to be quick. I was the one time I can remember being really sick with the flu. I was laying in bed and this cat comes in and sits in a laundry basket that my mom had just brought up with fresh clothes and peed in the basket. Jumped out of the basket and just sat there and looked at me. And I was like this cat fucking hates me. That and cat, now I hate that this cat kid.
3: would have killed you if it had the chance.
1: I know.
0: Okay, I, I think that's false rhetoric, because Hagen literally has a dog that vomits and seizures for fun, and then he has another dog who pisses for fun. No, 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 sorry. Step back, step back, step yeah, back here. I have, to, I have
2: to clarify. Um, uh, one of them does vomit and seizure for fun, but also pisses for fun. She's great. She pees on me frequently, Oh my God! Use the nice bottle opener. Well, I don't know. Um, I couldn't reach it. And then the other one is just a scared dog all the time, and just pees because she's scared of literally everything. I was, I was, I was uh, making her scared today on accident because I was making a funny noise, and now she just smiles at me when she's scared, and that makes it even creepier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like you said, like you said, the dog. Has seizures for fun, like I'm bored. I think I'm gonna have a seizure. I mean,
2: Lucy doesn't do much else, right? I mean, Lucy's just sleeping all day, so she's like, I gotta, I gotta get my movement in Time somehow. To seize the day.
0: <laughs> Whenever my partner used to live here, her cat would run around just doing cat shit, and Lucy literally would act like she was tattling on the cat. Here, it was weird. I've never seen a dog like yeah. actively tattle. Like she would watch here. And then Kira would do something that Lucy's like, well, you can't do that. You can't jump on the table. That's a no-no. And then would run and start barking at someone and looking back (laughs) at the cat.
2: Yeah, she's she's a real individual. She really likes... I mean, and this is why we don't have a cat in this house. I want a cat. But because lucy tattles on cats cats decide to fuck up lucy yep it makes sense yeah so not the biggest dog yeah lucy is not lucy is not the biggest dog at all but she thinks that she can fucking go like toe to toe with a cat
0: and she's like 70 in human years right yeah yeah Yeah.
2: she's 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 nearing 100
0: yeah (laughs) hell yeah and like 100 in dog years yeah Yeah. it's a good dog so, that was a
3: good pet update. Yeah. yeah. If you,
0: if you can't tell, uh, Adam's still wearing jeans and a t-shirt, so yeah, we're not still in nice summer. Outside. Yep. Yeah, yeah
3: nice outside. I would argue
0: it was not nice. It was raining, it's as raining. you said. It was yeah. nice until it started raining. I love the rain unless I'm driving in it, especially on 35.
1: Are you afraid of the hail?
0: Shut up. That was my one rule. I said, I could to be <laughs> oh diva God, about you did. one thing. <laughs> yeah, he I did. said, I'm, so I'm going to be diva about one thing. No <laughs> more talking about the hail because I'm nervous about my car. And Dave mentioned it. I'm out. Uh, uh, fuck it. I'm
2: gone. Well, we can just ask anyone else in this house to replace you. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah.
0: So it's obviously a slow news week, as you guys can tell. We're,
2: we're not, not
1: stalling.
0: Not at all.
2: I mean, okay. We're n- w- maybe we are. Yeah. But the point is, is that we like talking to each other. That's probably
3: more important. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm right? not used to all the <laughs> eye contact. <laughs> we can stall more if we need to. Yeah. Let's
1: all just stare at Jackson
0: for the whole episode. Wait. Adam. Quick.
3: Stall. Oh, my cat split his uh, claw in half so he, it was all bleeding yesterday or wow. over the weekend. which one? Simba
2: mm. Don't don't have a don't have it, a reaction <laughs> It was a
3: back claw so it could be worse. but he may have like accidentally declawed himself.
0: okay Damn. so for anyone who doesn't know me, cats love me. It's weird I have this like bond with every cat I meet. It's strange and people can testify to that. It's not just me uh, who says this and Adam has this cat. Simba, who is the one cat who does not like me, I walk into a room, and Simba immediately starts throwing a like a fit, yep. and comes up to me and starts like meowing really angrily, and he'll like hiss and try and bite me.
3: He's a very opinionated cat. He's a, he's a great cat.
0: The running theory is that uh, Simba and I don't like each other because we're both really skinny and bitchy.
2: I think I think that's a pretty good theory to go with. Yeah, yeah that's it. A- I think that like the personalities clash way too much.
0: There was one time Simba and I bonded and Adam was gone. I was cat sitting for him and Simba laid in my lap and was just like needing me and super just distraught that Adam was gone. So
3: he's like, you'll have to do.
0: Exactly. So uh, as I was saying, you know, it's a slow news week when uh, two of the top articles that I read today on Pitchfork were about Grimes being in a skit on SNL. And then also anything coming from the Gallagher brothers, which Guys, there was something about that.
3: Did you got? Did anyone watch Elon Musk though? I after well, you mentioned that Grimes is in a skit and it was like a thing. Apparently, I went and watched that. Oh, skit. it's painful. It, it feels real like,
0: bad. It feels like the audience is at gunpoint.
3: And I would argue, I'm, I think they were during the entire show because yeah. Elon wanted to be on SNL. It's okay. just SNL. like
1: dudes with flamethrowers out of out of the shot.
3: <laughs>
0: SNL. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not a huge fan of it just in general. Uh, people will be like, oh, have you seen the Eddie Murphy clip? And then they'll show it to me. I'm like, okay, what now? Do I laugh? Um, so I, I'm just not an <laughs> what SNL. That? What
1: happened to you? Who hurt you? No,
0: no, cats. I'm not. I mean, cats. <laughs> but SNL, SNL now SNL's is not, really
3: bad. Yeah, SNL is not the best show in terms of like being reliably like funny. Okay. It, it's very hit or miss. It depends on the, you know, the guest host. In this case, Elon was never going to be good.
2: No. I'm sorry, but did you guys watch him as Wario? Yes. Did you watch that? Yeah,
3: it was fucking weird.
2: Because that reminded me of, like, the worst YouTube skit from the early 2000s. Like, that was terrible. It,
3: it was definitely... <laughs> Billionaire, second richest man in the world, paid to be here. So we're all gonna do this skit that he wanted to do.
2: Yeah, it was it was so weird. I I, I was I was like, I, I there were some jokes that I was like, oh okay, well that's actually a pretty like decent joke for the skit. But like a decent joke for that skit was still just like, congratulations, you're 16. Like what?
0: This is so bad. You're right. It did feel like Smosh made it, and I love Smosh. <laughs> but you would like it if Smosh did it. And, and, no, no, and no. It no, no. Sense I don't. If it came. Through on youtube but this was national television and this is something that people covet yeah and, yeah and it's an
3: institution of you know live sketch comedy yes yeah yeah
0: um it was painful it was and i just don't recommend anybody watching it but to answer your question that is the only ske- sketch 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 it's a sketch it's yeah a definitely it was a sketch i sketch sketched here got, people uh, got upset. sketching is a skateboarding term yeah that's what i was yeah
1: i was gonna say
3: people got upset with elon for calling it a skit show when he was talking about, I'm going to be on SNL doing skits and all the that's what it is. Like, oh. well, yeah, you can
1: say doing skits.
3: Well, they they're very offended by that. Oh, really? They, they want people to call it sketches. Oh, who cares what they want? <laughs>
2: I feel like we're encroaching on, like, comedy, like, what, like, comedy professionals want, and we're, like, telling them, like, what they should do, which I like because we're a music podcast. Yeah, yeah. And we're and we telling should people tell, that SNL is not funny. We should tell comedians and comedian experts to call to call sketches
0: skits, and that's totally fine. If four white guys on a podcast don't get into a territory they shouldn't be in, did the podcast really happen? That's a. I mean, yeah, you, you've got me there. Yeah. You've got me there. So, yeah, no, I have not seen anything except for that one sketch yeah sketch let's say sketch. we'll run with
2: it we'll run with it
0: <laughs> and i just don't want to i did see that dogecoin dropped 30 percent during i think I'm that's right sure. you know it, it went hilarious. it went back up though yeah because he because he he I, like either this was either this was the greatest
2: plan of all time or this was the like oh shit doge went down after i said this thing do we mean coin? sorry dogecoin god fuck <laughs>
1: It's normally Jackson that gets made fun of for saying that. Uh, I
2: it's it's like he he's what did he say on on Weekend Update? He said that Doge was a like it, it was all a scam basically. He like agreed that it was a scam and it was fake. And then afterwards, uh, after seeing the price go down, he then said that you can buy tickets to the moon <laughs> with Dogecoin
0: for next year. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. that's that. That's enough Elon talk. I, I just don't really want to talk about the man. It, he sucks. He sucks hard.
1: But would you say he makes good product?
0: Uh, I don't think he makes good product. I think his companies do. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I think you know. that's an
3: important distinction. Very
0: important. Here's a real piece of news. The FBI has unearthed... This is a bit of a, an update of one the a topic we've talked about. Um, a music story, that is. So the FBI has unearthed their Kurt Cobain file. How big would you, Hagen, assume their file on Kurt Cobain is? As
2: big as my water bottle in my hands right now. So how many pages, maybe? Uh, this is sixty-four
0: ounces. Okay, so
2: sixty-four <laughs> pages. So let's Comically go with
3: that. Large water bottle. <laughs>
0: it is actually ten pages long. Ah, nerds. Seven of which are like the letter, a letter from somebody saying, and it came out in like the letter is from like two thousand three or two thousand seven, and the letter is basically somebody saying, hey, I really think the FBI should reopen this case and Kurt Cobain's death because I don't think it was a suicide. And his, the thing that sucks is his killer is still out there citing the stuff that we talked about in the episode with the inconsistencies with uh, the, uh, what was it? The handwriting, stuff like that. Yeah, And everything, it basically looked like they had just watched Soaked in Bleach, but that hadn't come out yet. Maybe they directed it because they did redact their no- uh, name, by the way. And so this is all public. You can go out and read it. And so they're basically just saying, like, hey, the killer's still out there. And that's what, like, all these fans and just people in the U.S. are really worried about is that there's just a killer who's gotten away with it. And the FBI, they responded saying, well, we appreciate your concern, but we do not have jurisdiction. Typically, when there's a murder or a suicide or anything like that, that goes to the local, you know, police department. And that's it. That's the whole file.
1: They also said they had to have direct evidence to... Influence them to reopen the case, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like, God, that sucks so much.
2: Yeah, it's it, it it's definitely something that actually it's it's relevant to something that I I watched the documentary The Sons of Sam that came on Netflix recently, and I'm not gonna go into the whole thing, but it did the the whole point of the documentary is it makes you um sympathize with a conspiracy theorist basically and it worked for me i sympathized with the man and i kind of agree with his a lot of what he had to say about what happened and
0: i kind of started to rethink wait what are we talking about what is this conspiracy theory of
2: uh do you know the son of sam no david berkowitz he was a uh, a serial killer in new york in the 70s and the uh conspiracy which is kind of even before this documentary but it's kind of led to be some level of truth is that David Berkowitz did not act alone. There were a lot of accomplices, and he was actually part of a satanic cult. And uh, there's just... The documentary's great. Uh, the first episode is about how great the police did, and then the rest of it's like, fuck the police. I'm like, that's good. I like that. Good work. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I actually fell asleep during the first episode because I was so bored with them talking about how the police did shit. Um,
0: Too much bootlicking.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, um, anyway the The documentary basically is like talking about how this guy did such a good job with like I mean it, the sad part is he spent his life dedicated to this this theory that David Berkowitz did not act alone and he even interviews David Berkowitz on multiple occasions but um, there's there's just a lot of things and so when you sent this news piece I was like man I, am I gonna am I gonna walk back here am I gonna walk back and go I think maybe we should we should listen to those guys. But no, I don't think so. I, I, I think that it's I, – I stand by my thing with, with, with Kurt Cobain. As sad as it is, I stand by it.
1: Well, and like we've heard Dave Grohl say like he committed suicide. Mm. Like he, there's no question.
0: Yeah. It's uh, just the funny part about it is that I think there's got to be this sect of people who probably were like, the FBI has a file on this, and they're holding the smoking gun. And <laughs> much like the people who were like, oh, the 2020 election was rigged, that kind of thing, but for this. I was going to say like JFK. Exactly. Which, all like,
3: that's still, you know, secretive.
0: And I guarantee you, like, as soon as they, uh, you know, declassified this and like let people uh. see it, and it was like ten pages long, they were like, "Fuck, <laughs> fuck."
1: i wasted so much time.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people are going to see that and go, like, they, they they didn't work hard enough. They
3: didn't try hard enough.
2: Yeah, they or, they didn't pay enough attention. You
3: know, or they're going to go, the deep state is hiding it. Yeah, the yeah. FBI is
1: in on this. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's a fix.
0: It's, it's similar, so one of the things I like to do with my partner uh, whenever we're traveling and we're in a hotel, we like to watch shitty TV because we don't own cable. I don't think any of us do at this table, but, you know,
1: it's Is fun. that the right expression, own cable? Well, okay. Uh, yeah, I, he just wanted to rhyme.
0: <laughs> I don't think I did, but we, thank you.
1: I'm just trying to help out. <laughs> so,
0: um, <laughs> watching cable TV can be really fun. You watch these really <laughs> shitty... Shows about, like, (laughs) Bigfoot, aliens, all that kind of stuff. But I remember one time I pulled up, uh, we watched a D.B. Cooper documentary. It was, like, two or three hours long. And, like, the whole time they're trying to make you feel like, oh, man, I think they're about to crack the case. They're about to find out who D.B. Cooper is. And at no point did I feel, hey, they're about to do this. And the reason for that is I was like... I would have fucking known. This would have been all over the news. This right. yeah, right. would have, have heard been everywhere. Yeah. I, I appreciate the production value here, but you guys do not have me fooled. Maybe you have my 80 year old grandma fooled, but not me at all. It's...
3: I mean, that's the target demo for cable at this point.
0: Adam, my grandmother is dead. That's <laughs> ja- not funny. Oh my
3: God,
1: dude. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> for the record, we're avoiding a topic because Jackson said it was too dark, and yeah. then you just said and that. Then here you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i would say that these that these shows and documentaries that are about like true crime and aliens and bigfoot and whatever they 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 do this to like make you want to keep watching it right i mean that's the whole point so like but you're just you I mean you're just not as into it as most people would it makes be. because he knows the outcome it he, makes he it we fun don't know. To, I, it makes will... it fun to like know to just like to just like be like oh well, i would have heard about this there's no way exactly because okay. i'm
0: just sitting there like wow the, the lengths these people are going through to try and trick me into thinking that, oh, man, they're about to do this. And it, it just doesn't work.
1: Dude, that's kind of the, the the bummer about real stories being like true, true events being made into movies and stuff when you know how it ends. You're like, what was I don't know what I was expecting. Like the uh, Jeff Buckley potential biopic is going to be so sad.
0: There's going to be some beautiful shots of the Mississippi River, though. Oh, oh my, God. my God, dude!
1: I had a student the other day that, that they said they wanted to learn "Hallelujah," and I showed them Jeff Buckley's version where he holds out that long ass note for like a minute at the end. And the student was like, "That was beautiful." What else have they done? And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> what else? Have, have I got a done?
0: sad thing for you?"
1: <laughs> well,
0: Dave, since you brought up "Hallelujah," we had a uh, person on our show who said "Hallelujah" wasn't that great of a song. And guess what? I'm referring to Fishboy. And guess what? He has announced. I didn't put this in the notes that I sent y'all, but he has announced that the very first Waitsgiving, it's happening next Monday, March fuck May seventeenth. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, It's been a rough year for Jackson. No, it's (laughs) not.
0: (laughs) I I think it's really important that if we haven't ever
2: talked about this before, it's really good to go over that Jackson doesn't know his months. I do know my
0: months. Do you know them them now? Say them. No, 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 no. Wait, wait,
2: hold on. No, if I give you a date, do you know what month it's in?
0: I don't know what that means. I if, don't, I, don't if I, know if I, that, say, do I if not I, know my month?
2: If I say 726, what month am I talking about?
0: Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. I have to start from the beginning because I did learn my months, uh, but I have to start from the beginning. So it's January, February, March, April, May, June,
1: July. Good job right. i have to do the same thing do y'all just know that shit off the top of your head yeah
0: yeah, yeah. other than a, a couple like my birthday and september because of 9 11 and january of course
2: yeah what about december yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that seems like the easy one i think
1: that that's fair i'm with jackson on that one if any anything in between i don't know
0: well here's something huh. uh what comes after you in the alphabet See, oh, you thought yeah, about it. I mean,
1: yeah, so okay, it's similar to that. That's fair, that's fair. It's similar. Dude, <laughs> case closed,
3: bitches. Yeah. Uh, sure, I mean, sure. Th- that's more things to keep track of than 12 months. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and also, how frequently do I think about the alphabet and how frequently do I look at my calendar? Yeah. So that's what I told people for years whenever they were like, hey, you don't know your months? What the fuck? And I was like, I, I have a fucking phone and like, it just doesn't matter. And honestly, at this that's point, fair. you guys that's are so mean about it. That's right?
1: my yeah, also, go-to argument about everything. That I I'm don't know what time know. it is right now either. It's the same thing. I don't know because I'm important. that's <laughs> the
3: same thing.
1: I know oh. what time it is approximately. Like
2: you also understand the concept of like days versus like minutes and seconds and yeah. months. I mean, it's like a bigger yeah. thing, <laughs> right? I'm sh-
1: I think so, but I didn't know what the requirements were. I didn't know like what like I didn't know I had to know the fucking number of the month. Are you busy? Five twenty-eight. I have no clue. Uh, you you are, okay. <laughs> is May twenty-eighth.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. There you go. Oh. See, I have to check my calendar. I asked
2: him to. We,
1: we asked I him mean, to sub for a, uh, yeah. a gig. That's fair. You
3: have to check your calendar for that, but I, you, you know, the date.
1: This fucking guy, Hagen, right knows there. my calendar better than I do. Yeah, damn before Le- the pandemic, Lizecki
0: over here doesn't no. know when he's playing a wedding. Come on, <laughs> it's not a wedding. It's okay, baby. baby oh girl? my god, baby girl, it's baby girl, girl? shut up, okay. Lizecki, <laughs> So as I was saying, Eric Fishboy, he is doing the very first Wait's Giving. And I believe that's, is that going to be his birthday? Yeah,
1: that's yeah, his birthday. Uh, at 7?
3: Yeah, 7 I'm p.m. Yeah, he's going to be doing a walking tour of the sites mentioned in the album.
0: And he's got, he has a megaphone that he's borrowing from his wife. Mm-hmm. And from I think Field said, Day. From Field Day, yes. That's <laughs> a great detail. So uh, he also started a TikTok, and that's pretty good. He's been telling some great stories on it. And, you know, if you're in town, at, I don't think we have said it explicitly. It is in Denton on the Denton Town Square. You'll you, find the man with the... You just did a very
2: controversial thing there. Denton. You No, 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 no. You said Denton, and then and then you said Denton. You said it will be in Denton on the Denton Town Square.
1: <laughs> be consistent, he's
3: Jackson. Gone. We're trying to be Those professional are, here. He's been gone for too long.
1: <laughs>
3: Welcome to
0: Locals Only. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me bring the mood down real quick. Mac Miller's family has condemned the unauthorized biopic that is coming out also on not Eric's birthday, but Mac Miller's birthday.
1: Is it a biopic or a book?
3: It is a book. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Did I say biopic? Yeah, oh you said biopic. That's cool. <laughs> that's so, fine. That's... No editing, folks. <laughs> They're going to make a biopic out of it, I'm sure. Oh yeah. That's what Hollywood does.
0: It'll happen. So there's a book being released and according to the statement from the family, they never authorized it. This person announced that they were going to do it and I was sh- and they were just saying like, oh, yeah, we don't support that. These people don't have a uh, a relationship with Mac Miller and never have. I was thinking, you know, uh, you know, I don't know really where I
3: stand on this
0: because can't you just write a book about anything? Yeah, it's
3: just a biography at that point, And that happens a lot. You know whether or not authorized, and that's just kind of how it is. Well, so there,
1: there was going to be another one coming out that they did authorize, right? Well, yeah, and right,
3: I don't know
0: the timeline of this, but that kind of made it to me when I was reading this feel like, oh, they are releasing a book to kind of combat this, but I don't know if that's truly how that came out.
3: Well, yeah, it's possible this unauthorized one was put into like you know being written after the other one was announced. I don't, I didn't look actually. I don't know, but yeah uh, that kind of thing happens with movies where you make you know a studio makes a movie about one topic and then they do another one from some other studio that's kind of uh, you know the same themes and stuff
1: yeah like the what's that Friends with Benefits with uh, Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunitz there was another one oh, that yeah came out. Uh, like, and then it's uh, uh, Bugs Life and Ants yeah, yeah. that kind of thing that's I the mean best Friends example. with Benefits and Bugs Life are very different sorry
0: Woody Allen's Ants <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm on fire today <laughs> fire ants and there i killed it yeah there yeah. you go yeah you went too far <laughs> all right but it, it, it's it's interesting i remember reading a and this is my next topic a modest mouse unauthorized biography about modest Mouse. i think it was called a pretty good read which is a perfect name for a modest mouse uh, biography if you know any of their album titles and adam put that in your notes real quick and yep. i i think it's totally valid to have both sides of like, hey, having the estate actually in there helps in some ways, but I'm sure it can hurt in other ways because, hey, what if you're painting Mac Miller in a bad light, and I don't know this about Mac Miller, but what if there are things that he did that were shady? The estate may not want that to be there.
1: Yeah, I just, you know, I hate to, if it's actually a good book and if the person did it with good intentions, then how much it would suck to have the family, the, the estate saying, this is not a good thing. We don't support it. So I wonder if it could hurt the book sales.
0: Yeah, so the book that is coming out and is unauthorized is called Most Dope. And the book that is authorized is called The Book of Mac. There's a whole statement for it. So if you're interested, the Book of Mac mm-hmm. one looks like it, it. it's supposed to be like a, a coffee table book, which I love coffee
3: table books. Those are pretty different at that point too like if one is an actual biography and one is just kind of yeah so i have
0: two wilco books one is like a coffee table book which if you know anything about wilco they have their recording studio where they have like hundreds of instruments called the loft and it's this beautiful studio in chicago and it's just basically a coffee table book of like pictures they've taken over the years of them working and recording all their albums and that never read the book it has like 100 pages of like text but i've never read it but then I have an actual, you know, the memoir, and I've read that. That's what that feels like to me. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, as I was saying, I did read an unauthorized biography about Modest Mouse, and Modest Mouse has announced that they're re- releasing a new record this year. Which they're really slow at releasing albums. So, I mean, I this mean, it's is sort
3: of surprising they have a new album coming out so soon, quote unquote. Yeah, I thought they broke up.
0: I, it, there's only one original member, I think, in the band, and it's Isaac Brock. And I typically shy away from uh, this being a news topic, an album release, or an announcement, unless it's a big thing, like the Billie Eilish thing. I think that was worth talking yeah. about. Um, and I don't know if the Beatles were releasing a new album. Yeah, I mean, we have to talk about that. Oh. <laughs> hey, they could have an album in the vault. <laughs> could they? I shouldn't have laughed. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure <laughs> <aware> if <laughs> she laughed or choked. <laughs>
1: yeah they could definitely could especially with the peter jackson film coming out that's That's true true. that's that's a good point okay yeah i can see that
0: (laughs) nice
3: yes oh that's a shitty high five (laughs)
0: yeah so uh modest mouse is releasing a new album and i in my mind i was just like i saw this on reddit and i opened up the article and i was just thinking Based off of Modest Mouse's career, they're such an influential band for me. But I think they have such a day crescendo of a career. Of their first album, to me, is their best, and like it stays really strong for a while. And then, like at some point, it just it turns. Their most recent album was dog shit. You're saying you're saying from your perspective that yes. was their okay, okay. So I was gonna say because they definitely.
3: No. got
2: like a lot more famous oh yeah
3: <laughs> yeah well it's one of those things though if you like the band when they started and they kind of move into something else that's maybe less of the kind of thing you want to hear them do
0: if you want to hear Adam and I's uh, complete uncensored thoughts about this we did our second deep dive ever was about modest Mouse and yeah we talk about that but they're mo- they they just they dropped off after a while and I was thinking like hey I'd, I'd love for this album to be great listen to some of the tracks not great. It's not out yet, but it
3: does sound better than the last album. Yes. So like better in terms of like what I want from them, which is more
1: like the original couple albums. When you like a band and they come out with like their first two records are really, really good. If they make like four, as we say, dog shit records after that, do you still enjoy those first two records?
3: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's so frustrating Maybe when Maybe even are, more. Yeah, exactly. It's so frustrating when people are like, I can't I can't listen to those first two records now because the new ones suck so much. It's like Get out of your fucking head. No, you're just trying to be an asshole at that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. I can't stand Like, I love Weezer's first two records. Yeah. And I didn't enjoy the rest of them.
0: Are you a Blue Album guy or a Pinkerton?
1: Uh, both. Yeah. More Pinkerton than Blue Album.
0: Well, there you go. Okay. You answered the question I was going to say. That's me. I'm both. But yeah. most people are either Blue Album or Pinkerton.
1: No, I love both. Yeah. So. And I know that Jackson and I are alone on that.
0: I I, I, I didn't
2: say anything. I don't anything. have, I didn't I don't say have strong
1: opinions about Weezer. But I could see the way you were looking at us. <laughs>
2: Just waiting for the waiting for this to be done. You're like, I'm gonna ban
1: <laughs> with these fucking assholes. <laughs>
0: it does. It definitely says something about the releases this year that right now on like the top of my top three albums is one of the Weezer albums they've released this year. And
2: I, I, I hate that it's that way. I didn't oh. know they came out with an album. It's they've not, come out with two. A oh. second one just came out last year. So they week. were
3: really bored last year.
2: And be, mm-hmm. I've seen people just like shit talking the one that came out last week. I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. 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 That so, was that was Van Weezer, right? That correct. was yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. The first one they released was Okay Human. Right, right. Which is right. actually pretty great. It's a solid, like, 8 out of 10, if you ask me. And it's shocking. And it's different for Weezer. I, but, I digress. No, you're not allowed to say anything.
2: It was a Modest Mouse thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, ahead. go ahead. I yeah, ahead. I still have time.
0: Like, I still have... Go cool. ahead. Go ahead. You're on You're on a roll. You're on a roll. So, with Modest Mouse, they announced... And now, I got into the comment thread.
1: I missed this so much!
0: <laughs> I got into the comment thread and was expecting more people like me to be like, wow, I really hope this one's good. And... No, it just became this like I got into this rabbit hole of people just commenting like, man, I really want to see them live. I hope they're announcing a live festival circuits, all that kind of stuff. Uh, And then people are like, so are they good live? I've never seen them. And it became this whole like just people talking about. So here's the actual dynamic of, um, you know, Modest Mouse and if you are going to see a good show or not. And they were like. At the end, there was a guy who put, like, a guide, like, don't see him on a festival show because they really seem to hate that. Uh, don't see them in Portland because that's where they're from, and they're going to be fucking wasted. And also, it's a crapshoot because five times out of ten, they're going to be wasted anyway. So it was just fucking hilarious. And it all came down to they were saying, like, uh, in summary, Isaac Brock is an alcoholic. And you just don't know if the show is going to be good. And then one guy was like, yeah, one time I was at my house in Portland, Portland, Oregon. And he was listening. He heard a band playing next door. And he's like, ah, this is a Modest Mouse cover band. I love that band. He was sitting out back with his wife. And then he saw Isaac Brock walk by. And he's like, oh, shit. I'm now neighbors with Isaac Brock. And he's like, I lived with them for five or like next to him for like five years. And guess what? It's the same way when they are practicing. Ugh. Five times out of ten, it'll be amazing, and it's like, holy shit, that's my favorite band next door. Then the other times, it's just, it sounds like
2: they don't want to be there. But that's but that's not something that is totally uncommon. I mean, like, I, 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 I probably have said this before on the show, but there's a, a Led, Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin book I read about um, their 95 U.S. tour, 95, 75 U.S. tour, and there's a point, it's written by the tour manager, at, and he said that he had seen them in their worst, he'd seen them in their best, he'd seen their shittiest rehearsals, and he said that, like... like Did he see them live? Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but he said that John Bonham showed up for the rehearsal for that tour, <laughs> looked like shit, and, like, looked like he had gained weight, he had just been doing all these drugs, he was constantly drunk, sounded the best he ever had at that one rehearsal. But then the rest of the shows were just like a... That was a very bad whistle. I'm so sorry. That was a good whistle. <laughs> it felt really bad. You're it no was good Andrew Bird. Being too wild. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, uh yeah. But yeah, it was just like, it was like the shows just went downhill from some aspects, but then went back up. I mean, I mean, how can every show be perfect? And, and, and like calling it a crapshoot just sounds like cool. They're like every other band. I mean, I've seen my favorite band between the buried and me and been like, there was a mistake. There was a mistake. But right, I still The last time we saw
1: them in House of Blues, it was like, oh, one of the guitar players is not having a good night yeah i'm oh. not gonna say which one but,
2: but the but... drummer is what yeah like i've cool. never heard him do yeah. that but yeah
1: you know i think there's a there's a i hate to say this because it sounds like i'm in, like encouraging people drinking on stage but there is a sweet spot so <laughs> no that's that's definitely a thing though like for it for any kind of job
3: that's a thing <laughs> <Yeah>. like, for, <laughs> for slow any down any kind of down. job <laughs> No, I mean that's a you know, thing. In like... I like when
2: my surgeons had three cocktails. <laughs> well, maybe not there. <laughs> hey, elementary a... school teacher, <laughs> yeah, remember before you teach your kindergartners <laughs> right. in the morning, take a couple shots. You're I gonna cool. feel real loose, right <laughs> <of laughs> up until
1: like your nose starts getting red. Two and shots, back off preferably
0: off Pfizer or Moderna. Yeah,
1: yeah. oh, good one.
3: <laughs> no, I meant like in like software engineering. That's like a thing about like Microsoft back in the day had a thing about like the Balmer Peak or whatever they called it, where like you have like a couple beers and you do your best work, and then it just drops immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even over and a that's, long that's period, the same thing on on stage too if you're performing like you hit a point where it's like that's no good now you gotta you passed it
1: and even over the course of a tour like I've seen uh, like Eddie Vedder is, is the first person I think of because there was a point in time where he was drinking several bottles of wine per gig and a friend of mine went to see them live and said that it was incredible even though he was just shit house wasted he was still really really good at performing
0: have y'all ever seen an artist you like or respect just like either strung out or drunk, I will say one time, and I won't name them. uh, As a kid, I saw a band that like, I just held to the highest regards and I paid to see them. And the singer was so drunk. He fucked up. They they had like a 40 minute set. He, He played guitar as well. And they were fucking up so bad. Just him. And like, I remember just sitting there to myself, like, as a kid, and I'm still thinking back on it now, it's like, uh, I feel terrible for that, like, young me. I had, like, the shirt on, I was excited, and just watching that, it was really painful. It sucks. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that in
2: some situation, but, I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna necessarily, like, I mean, I think, I think there is a sweet spot, but I also think that there are famous people who have, who just can perform drunk. I, I remember yeah. uh, um, being uh, perhaps an age I wasn't supposed to be drinking, drinking and then going to my voice lesson in college and in the morning, <laughs> the next, no, 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 sorry, not drunk going to my voice lesson, I should clarify. Okay, uh, but like okay drinking, so that's a little different. Well, but. like, you know, Thursday night was like it was like party night in college, right? So like I would drink on a Thursday night and then my voice lesson was Friday mornings. And so I would, I, there was one morning I walked in and I had been drinking and I, and I asked him, I said, I'm, I'm really sorry, I, I, I was drinking last night. You know, that's maybe why I'm, you know, sounding this way or acting this way or whatever, but uh, uh, does that affect my voice? And and he was like, some of the most famous opera singers ever to live were drunk the entire time. And I was like, so I I could do this whenever I want now? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, all right, whip out your flask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there there was one time where I like, I, I like having a, a drink or two on stage for a long night of playing, but uh, there was one time where I took it way too far at a gig and – I always get. I was playing a cover band gig, and I always get terrified of playing the song "Sweet Child of Mine" because it has a bass, pretty involved bass intro, and then the, I have to read sheet music for the song because I haven't memorized it yet. So I'm driving home from the gig that night with the trumpet player and the saxophone player in the band, and they were and I was like, "Man, I don't, I don't know how I got so drunk." And they were like, "Yeah, the couple at front were buying you drinks." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." I was like, "Thank God we didn't play play Sweet Child of Mine.'" And they were like, we did.
3: (laughs) We absolutely did.
1: And the band leader had to put a bass track on. But how did Don't Stop Believing feel? I fucking nailed it. I love playing. Have I ever said I love playing that song? (laughs) No, but that was like, you know, like once, I think that was the second time I've ever been like drunk on stage. And it's never fun. I don't know how those people tour and stay that way. I think about right. the Foo Fighters. Day after day, that's got to be like exhausting. Exactly. Especially in that setting where it's the same kind of setting every day. Like stadium, soundcheck, check. <laughs> yeah, like and high, high stakes. And yeah, now right.
2: imagine you're in your 40s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
3: so I can't really
1: Yeah, stand. or however old Pat Smear is.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's got to be It is late 60s. He's definitely older than 40.
0: So I can't speak from experience because I don't drink alcohol. I do drink water and Dr. Pepper and uh, some kombucha. Do you want some kombucha? I can give you some. Com- I have some in the fridge. No, man. No, okay. Man. What's it called? Gt G- Gt G- kombucha. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I Hat can't. is sp- sixty one. I can't speak from experience, I but I think the important thing to note is that everyone's different. I mean, there there's this uh, Hagen and I talked about this this weekend that there's this unhealthy, you know, idolization of you know, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, but the sex and drugs part. The only part that actually is unique is the rock and roll part. The sex and drugs, everybody does that. Everybody has sex. Everybody has their own drug of choice. So, like, why is that part of the mix? So, it's it, it's weird that people are fascinated with, yeah. like, oh, man, yeah. such and such. was Like, the guy who uh, threw a no-hitter while on LSD, the baseball player. It's just, like, that's a funny story, but it's also, like, I mean, why are we idolizing that? That's... It's it's.
1: I've played many gigs with. I, there was this band I used to be in where the band leader would just get shit every gig, and we played a lot. And it was like a, a way that I had to make money to pay bills, and it is not fun.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's also a thing like idolizing. It's one thing, but then a lot of people use it as like a um, an example, as like a it's okay to do this right. because there, this like, person
1: justification did. Justification. Yeah. 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 John Bonham played drunk.
2: Yeah are you fucking john bonham (laughs) exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs) start let's start there
1: (laughs) play anything that sounds like john bonham at all
0: yeah yeah where's your squeaky kick pedal and then we can go from there (laughs) it's also got to be a slippery slope too because i mean right there's this idea i had rituals before i would play a show and some of them would be like i can't eat food before a show and it would be like some it started at like okay i can't have food an hour before a show and then it would bump up to like three hours and then it just got to the point where i was like man we were playing enough shows at one point that i was like i'm not eating enough and i'm like going up on stage fucking hangry and now i'm playing like shit so it's just like it's the same thing and it's got to be just as i mean food is dangerous but like also the like alcohol or drugs being involved got to be just as dangerous of like, well, I can only play well this way. It's like, well, maybe that was right at one point, but now you're fucking, you're trash. Well, such
2: an important thing to remember uh, to, to like, I mean, really piggyback on what you said is that, I mean, so much of what music is, is a physical activity. I mean, like it is incredibly physical, especially certain like... I'm not gonna say drums is more like is, is a sport, but like it's more physically active than some instruments. But even when you sing, like the amount of calories you burn, my God, um, <laughs> are, are are insane and and how much you're actually like your body is working. So like if you don't treat your body right, I mean, like you can treat this in in physical fitness or playing music or just in every aspect of your life. It's not going to feel right. So like eating before, drinking enough water, doing these things. Very, very important. If you're someone who can get by like hammered while you play music and it still sounds good, I
0: guess more power to you. But also look inward, perhaps. I don't think it's appropriate to crack open beers on the mic during this conversation. (laughs) It's the
1: irony. It's the irony of it. Dave and I
3: both had the same like kind of thing about we, Are you gonna go?
1: We almost <laughs> we almost winked at each other. I feel like we got <laughs> the closest we ever have to winking at each other. What are your rituals before you get on stage, Hagen? Um, I set up my drums. Oh, come on.
2: <laughs> I don't think I have a rich. I think I I think I just I mean that
0: is ritualistic. That's fine.
2: <laughs> I mean it's it's a required ritual. He doesn't but... have a
0: fucking drum tech. It's no. not a ritual. <laughs> no.
2: It's it's a required ritual that I have to do. I don't I don't think I have any. I, I think that I like if, if I feel a certain way, then I will do, uh, like, like uh, uh, not to get, like, in this isn't too personal, but it may be for some people. But, like, if I'm feeling really anxious or depressed on a certain day, then I, I know that a really helpful thing for me is being physical. So I can't just go on stage and play drums, but I'll just be backstage doing push-ups. Mm, and, yeah. Uh, it, but that's not necessarily a ritual. It's just, like, for me, I need to do this so I can feel better. I know we have a ritual.
1: We do have a ritual.
2: But that's not, like, I don't. Well, I did force some people to be a part of that ritual when I'm not with you, but that's but that's just uh, like a, that's just like a friendship ritual. That's not like a before I play music.
1: Oh, oh God, I'm biting my tongue so hard right now. You <laughs> don't have to explain. I just, no, it's just whiskey shots. We yeah, do yeah, a whiskey yeah. shot. Okay. yeah it could have been uh, something else. Yeah, yeah, I was going to go like... the sexual route. What,
2: what, what we what 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 we do? <laughs> what, what we did for the last gig we played because it was a three hour gig, so multiple sets was normally we'll cheers to like to a good set, and then we'll cheers afterwards to that was a good set, <laughs> yeah. and we did that. Before and after each set, three was like, sets, yeah, to a good set. That was a good set. That we were, was a good by set. The end of the night we were like,
1: "That was a good." good. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you, man.
0: Sweet child
1: of mine. Oh God, I get nightmares. Look, my, I can't play with anything in my pockets. But the the part, my part of the stage has to be really. I've this is apt since the pandemic, has to be really organized. The cables have to be placed correctly. I can't step on any cables and I don't like, I'm the same with you as you Jackson. I don't like eating before a gig. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the
3: eating before a gig thing is probably a common one, right? Well, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I just remember hearing something about like being a little bit hungry makes you play with it's, more.
2: It's like having to pee too.
1: Yeah, exactly. But uh, I hate
2: that. Well, I, I've actually done that a couple times and played really well. And then there was one time where uh, the band leader was like, we're going to play this song. I was like, can you play a solo song? I have to go pee. Or else I'm going (laughs) to wet myself. (laughs) You're like, teacher, can I go to the bathroom?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're paying you hundreds of
2: dollars. (laughs) Okay. I think it was, I think it was, uh, actually, I don't mind saying this. I think it was my, like, second gig with Matthew and the Arrogancy. My (laughs) second gig with them, I was like, I'm going to pee if you don't play a solo song right now.
0: just so excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or you could be like that one. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but I know a guy that played House of Blues. He's a saxophone player. and He, he wet himself because the band leader wouldn't let him off stage, which is like, that sucks, man. I hope you brought a change of clothes. Was his band leader, JK Simmons? No, <laughs> <laughs> not my
2: tempo <laughs> from, from whiplash or invincible. Uh, both. Uh. We're both. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, then he then proceeded to go out afterwards and didn't change and was talking a, about he was that's like a choice guess what i did on stage i peed myself we were like go home dude come <laughs> back it's 10 o'clock we have four hours
2: <laughs> i guess i guess i guess my one ritual that i can say i do is that i uh my right shoe comes off oh. but that's just whenever i play drums but
1: can you just start saying that before we get on stage now with the moniker the shoe is off <laughs>
2: Can, can, you, can each of you guys, can you guys take your right shoe off while no, we we'll play? No, I'll break
1: my heels. I'll break my heel because <laughs> I stomp my – I break shoes all I the thought, time. I thought
2: you were going to say like, – oh, yeah, I guess it's true. I, I was just imagining like you just like started recently, for some reason I didn't know this, jumping up in the air while you were playing bass live. <laughs> yeah.
1: Particularly well, during yeah, – It's, it's like, been a tough year. So. Song, songs like Tennessee Whiskey. <laughs> I like to do the big old punk jump.
0: There's nothing I hate more than, like, the people... Like, it's cool for drummers because you can't see it. Mm. Uh, nothing I hate more than the people... <laughs> like shorts? The, no, no. The people in the front, the bassists, and any of those people not wearing shoes. Because that just really makes me mad. It I mean, that just is, I know those people. kind of weird. Those people are one step away from hightailing it to bonnaroo and participating in some cultural appropriation
1: listen listen Oh, that's I, that's that's fair
2: yeah and i have a legitimate excuse for it and i've talked to other fine, drummers who are drummer. better than me about this and i say listen i know that i should wear my shoes when i play but i have big feet and when i wear shoes therefore it's like bigger so i can't do all of my little like techniques with my foot because it doesn't fit on the pedal
1: you buy shoes that fit
2: I, they fit but they're like but they're but they're like being sea fish but they're like just a little <laughs> being sea, I'm just being sea, sea fish. fish you're being sea fish <laughs> oh. i can't take credit for that that's that that that, that is william appleton who, who gave me sea fish i cannot take credit for that um do we have more news yeah i got one more go ahead, I was go ahead. Say, we, we have some more that
0: we I have i have uh, a would take a while but we the didn't. actual in, like the only piece of news that i would argue is important or interesting Sorry for everyone who's listened this far, but uh, Daft <laughs> Punk is part of a sampling controversy. If you haven't seen, uh, it was the Los Angeles Times. They're the ones who broke this story that basically their famous song, One More Time, we all know it, it samples. I mean, they're DJs. That whole album is sampled, and that's not an issue, and that's not the issue. But what the Los Angeles Times is saying is that the – A song that is sampled in that it is a song by the singer Eddie Jones, and he was like I think it was a '70s or '80s like disco guy, and you can listen to it. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I mean, that's one more time wouldn't have been around if it weren't for this song. But basically, this guy, they found out at some points has been homeless and, you know, just hasn't had a great luck. And one of those guys who really tried his best at a music career and it just didn't pan out, but here's this song that's like massive. And by the way, if you don't remember whenever Daft Punk announced that they were quote unquote retiring, their uh, streaming went up like 2,500%. So, I mean, there's some royalties there. And this guy has said, I have not received a single penny since they've released that song not a single thing and if you read the los angeles times article i mean i was sitting there just like my heart was going out to this guy and he just basically said you know i'd like to get a writing credit because i really want to leave something for my daughter and i was like damn that's like that's really rough and hearing he lived in his car at points being homeless and then you can read this quest love from the roots he had a really
3: great, like, thread on Twitter about this.
0: It, it was amazing. And the way he basically started and talked about it was, you know, I've been doing this. My, like, my career has been sampling. So I, I know a thing or two about how, what it takes to sample. And what you typically want to do is pay for the rights and get it from the appropriate people. But you just don't know who you're paying and one example he was using is uh basically what will happen is somebody will find an artist who is really at their low point and they're like i can buy this catalog for pennies on the dollar and then now i own this whole catalog and if it's ever wanted to use by i.e daft punk then they have to pay me and that person just sold off their rights and then that person may not know where their rights are at any point and that's likely what's happened and
3: right one of his examples too was uh the show Workaholics has a song that was used from somebody's library that was like sold the, the rights to, you know, some random investor guy. And they thought, you know, they sold the rights because, well, our career is kind of done. It's whatever. It's fine. We, we're not going to get any more money out of this. And then they go sell their rights to a, you know, show that winds up being popular and they make a ton of money on it. And he, w- he was talking about how that's, you know, the system is set up to screw artists out of their rights, essentially.
0: Yeah, here's a quote from it from Questlove saying... The real culprit in the sampling controversy always lies with the invisible middlemen who acquire, sometimes legally, dormant catalogs that are up for grabs. And then he also said that there are actually exceptions to the predatory norm. A cat like Michael Jackson actually does right by his acquirements by purchasing songs from publishing houses and returning them to their rightful owner. Examples being like Little Richard and sly in the family stone and then he also says stop crying about the Beatles, y'all at time y'all at the time they had a chance to purchase and scoffed and decided against so yeah i
3: think they've had multiple chances to do that yeah and chose not to
0: yeah and then he was just basically saying you know he didn't really want to explain uh, the licensing system uh in detail but the only way to really go about fixing this is m- basically mandating an artist uh, re-register their songs with a publishing administrator and then going about and have an equal, like basically like a tax so that when you have a flat rate of sampling fees that it's allocated this fixed amount to the label and a fixed amount to the uh, artist. And that's not how it is. It's interesting that like Daft Punk is now part of this, even though they're not a group anymore.
1: And I'm sure they didn't sample that song out of any like, Ill intentions to be like we're gonna. screw We know well, that right. this artist is homeless and sleeping in a car, but we. This is a really good song. I'm so sure they just guy. went
3: about it about you know they thought they were doing the right thing and paying for the rights to the song. Right. Maybe at the time, especially because that was kind of early in their career still. Yeah. Not knowing somebody got screwed out of that. Uh, so the rights in that situation. So this
2: is gonna happen on a much larger scale soon.
3: That was another point that Questlove made about all the you know artists that were popular in the last you know. 40, 30 years, that's all about to hit. And there's just more music being made too. all of these people who are selling
2: all these artists who have sold their rights recently to these companies who have sold their, their catalogs, everything. Right. And especially over the past year, what we're going to see eventually is that especially from an artist, the one, the one that comes to mind is Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne got an amount of money. I can't remember how much. It was a lot of money, but also in perspective, not very much. Um, And so we're going to see maybe in Five to ten years, someone sampling a little Wayne song, or someone using it in a commercial, or whatever, and Lil Wayne will see none of that money, because he was given an amount of money for his catalog, but that's that's it. That's all that's right. going to happen there.
3: Well, and he's he's an example of someone who's still going to be around too. It's not yeah, like it's not like Michael Jackson's rights right. being sold off to whoever or Prince's or somebody like somebody who's not here still.
2: And and seeing like I mean we've seen um, like people like the estate of, of of whatever people being upset about it too but like when you take into account like okay Lil Wayne's not old right Lil Wayne's gonna see in 10 years someone use his song in a sample like a sampling it in a song and he's not gonna see any amount of that money and I'd be willing to bet the amount that he sold his catalog for he could make that much oh, yeah. in an amount of years if he would have just not if, if, if he yeah, still had he, the rights
3: he's at the right age where he's gonna regret that decision yeah yeah pretty soon probably in the grand scheme of
2: things is it imagine dragons it's one of it's one of these it's one of the the younger bands that also sold their catalog and i don't know if they sold
3: future catalog but it's super weird i don't know if i can't remember if it's them currently doing things and sell your rights yeah yeah yeah, because weird to me
1: they have a lot of songs that are like they're not seven nation army level but they're they're not e- maybe not even close but they're that kids love the catchiness of them. oh my god yeah. well, they've had their listen stuff to use...
0: thunder that song is a banger
1: i've taught that song so many times
3: they've had their stuff used <laughs> in uh in a lot of commercials and stuff too so like that's going to continue with
1: keep, them keep going
2: and and they're going to and and that like whatever jackson just did i hope they i hope someone samples jackson doing that specifically thunder thunder Whatever Jackson just did, that's going to get sampled in a song in Imagine Dragons. If it, if, if it was, I can't remember if it was them, but uh, it's a band that's that's like them that is still doing stuff right now, sold their catalog. And they're going to, I mean, it's, it's going to suck to see, like, people who are younger. And it's going to suck to still see, like, let's say in 10 years, we see, like, Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks stuff get used and they're still alive. I mean, or, or if their estate is even just like, well, we don't really want. That. And it's like, well, that sucks because they sold this and there's no way around it. There's yeah. just no, there's no way around it.
0: It's really sad because obviously, and I would be shocked if this guy doesn't, you know, have some compensation at this point, but it's really sad to well, see that, this. That's
3: only going to be because the story got any which, traction. Which
0: is good. Uh, it doesn't paint Daft Punk in a great light, but basically what Daft Punk's management has said, you know, is like, hey, we pay per the arrangement of the producer and the rights holder who they bought the sample from, we pay them twice a year. That's the agreement. And then the publishing company who owns the song, I I believe it's uh, a spell on you or something like that is the name of the song that's sampled um, by Eddie Jones. Johns. Fuck. I don't know. Uh, But he basically, uh, they said, Oh, well, when we acquired his uh, publishing rights in 1995, we have not heard anything from him since. So, it's on him and it's just like it's very much to the point that quest love is that it is very much the the fault here lies with the invisible middleman yeah of music
2: it really does and
0: and and it's it's like i said to see it on a larger
2: scale to see that like these companies are going to be doing this on this much larger scale we're going to be seeing all of these popular songs being used in different ways i mean it's not necessarily the artist's fault. It's not necessarily Daft Punk's fault, right? I mean, there's, like, blaming Daft Punk is the easy answer because that is who we see. But, I mean, it's 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 yeah, all of the other stuff. It's just a,
3: like, predatory business yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah the, the and, business. And Questlove kind of, like, touched on that, too, about, like, it disproportionately affected black artists to a degree in certain, you know, time
1: periods. Yeah, much like every other aspect of being an artist. Right. Yeah. You know, it, when it's when it's artist-to-artist artist and that middleman isn't there, I think about Sam Smith and Tom Petty, where Tom Petty was still alive at this and They just talked to each other. And he was like, hey, man, I know you didn't do that on purpose, but give me some writing credits. And Sam Smith was like, okay. Yeah. And then it's done. Like, if right. it's artist-to-artist, artist, this negativity, I would say, rarely would ever happen, unless it's Metallica.
0: Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially when you're talking about Daft Punk is known for their, like, they wear their um inspirations on their sleeve. Yeah. I mean, Random Access Memories is completely like It's
3: basically a tribute to all their inspirations. 100%. Yeah, they they had
1: right. Nile Rodgers from Chic, yeah. Yeah. on that record. It's like, yeah, yeah. They're not trying to hide anything except hey. for their faces.
3: Hey, and
2: that's all I got. <laughs> uh I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give us a, a a little bit of a kind of hot goss and it's like it's mostly just something that's kind of dumb but also kind of cool. Um we're Hagen's
1: all... hot hot. you got to introduce the segment. Do you?
2: I'm just gonna say it's hot goss. Oh, hot. it's okay.
1: This is a popular segment. For from, our listeners. Yeah, yeah. From all of our listener,
2: yeah. I, I I got approval from <laughs> I got approval from from a, from our number one listener that this is a segment that I should. So I'm like, yes, that's that, true. Yeah. yeah,
3: it is a permanent fixture now. Uh,
2: okay. So we could have put this in news anyway, but I do think it's kind of funny more than anything. Um, but we're all familiar with the Justin Timberlake. It's gonna be May. Meme, yes. Right. Yeah. Fuck that name. Okay. <laughs> So, have you seen that this year, everyone is on that train of Fuck This Meme?
1: I noticed I haven't seen it around as much.
2: Oh, I've seen it around plenty, but I've also seen an uprising. There was an uprising of Fuck This Meme. And Justin Timberlake was actually part of that uprising. Which is, you know, take that as you will. Um, So, the replacement that someone came up with was a Britney Spears replacement. Have you seen this? Have you seen
0: this? No, but I did see a replacement meme, which was... Tomorrow it's going to be May, and it was a picture of Brian May from Queen, the guitarist. Oh. And I was just like, this is a fucking boomer meme. i got to get out of here. Also curly hair. I'm
1: not
2: going to say that these are necessarily better than it's going to be May, like in terms of like, I mean, it, it, it brings up a whole other conversation, which is interesting. But So uh, there's two for Britney Spears. Uh, a, a, a Twitter user came up with one that is, um, uh, it, th- that is just so typically May. Because oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then and then the other one that I liked more is "My Loneliness Is Killing May. <laughs> and that one's good because I I saw someone talk about it and they were like, "Well, we're coming out of like like winter and being alone in our homes and my, yeah, my, okay, that one, that was yeah.
3: pretty
1: good." But it's all like it's it's gonna be May is also one right? It's like the three of them are from "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." It's gonna be May. No, it's gonna be May oh, from an yeah, insane song. Yeah, what am I thinking of? Yeah, but I can remember her singing something like that.
2: Well, so the the interesting thing that like you can obviously talk about like you know Justin Timberlake has wronged Britney Spears and yay Britney Spears uh, get the meme, but that's also like who what? What the fuck happened to
1: society that that's like justice? <laughs> but
2: then, but but then the conversation that comes up is like why why in '90s pop music where people like I'm gonna sing it's gonna be me and someone in the room was like May May instead. <laughs> May, can you make it? Can you make it hey, that? <laughs> that? No, it was just yeah.
3: one producer just setting up this whole thing. It's Max
2: yeah. Martin. It's just so typically me. No, 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 no. I'm gonna need. It's just so typically May. All right.
1: <laughs> can you say it that, less clear?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bitch better have May money.
2: Oh. oh!
0: <laughs> two high fives in one show.
2: Wasn't that three high fives? I gave him well, two. One of them was not, one. Yeah, I yeah, see. I was see. see. I got gotcha, you. I yeah. got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it's true. But they fixed the one that wasn't good. So it's, it's all good, and there's other Britney Spears news, but I'm sure we'll talk about that later at some point when more things have come together.
0: Yeah, I'd rather wrap um, up the show. I want this microphone out of my face. Wow! So <laughs> Jackson's
2: guess. having a really good time. He's got go a lot of cat hair on. It?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my goodness! That's yeah. That's yeah, it. Yep. That's it. All right. So here we go. I we're at we're at the moment you've all been waiting for. Hey, listen. I th- that was good I don't, I don't, know. Good. I I don't know I, I don't that's know good. I don't know man I'm just I'm just trying different shit uh, uh I'll, I'll, I'll go first I'll go first um so I, I really only have one thing that I I'm gonna gush about and that is um Royal Blood's new album Typhoons holy fucking shit oh my god I mean can I, I talked about it before with the singles but the album is exactly what I wanted it to be can you say fucking riffs can you say, like, I mean, it, the riffs are crazy, and the coolest thing is that, like, like the drum sounds are amazing, the drummer is great, but he approaches the songs in, like, a really cool modern way where it's, like, you basically have rock-heavy riffs, but they're, like, all dancey because of the drum grooves, and you always feel good the entire way through the album. I could see you listening to it and getting a little bit of, like, like repetition of, like, I get the vibe, but I don't really feel that totally. Um, if you're unsure about listening to it, check out the song "Limbo" or Boilermaker. Fucking great song, but Re- record, great so, everything. It's so I good.
3: guess I need to go
1: listen to this, huh? It's so good. I heard a little bit of it, and it's yeah, it lives up to the hype. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I haven't been listening to anything. I mean, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, but nothing that no, I want. Nothing it. new. No, I just learned fucking Dawes. songs. No, I haven't even really been listening to Dawes. Oh wow, yeah,
3: I'm surprised by that actually.
1: I, r- r- to be completely transparent i've been listening to a fuckload of carrie underwood because i had to learn 20 30 of her songs
0: any good stories there
1: uh
0: (laughs) i don't know so i've been listening to the death grips specifically (laughs) their album no love deep web it's a great album it's got a dick on the cover
3: hell yeah brother a fully erect dick that that all you've been listening to
0: no, I've been listening to a lot, but okay. I don't I feel really like feel like...
1: At
3: some point, Jeff. I've only got up. one album, too, so this is good. Uh, I've been listening to a new-to-me band, new, ba- new to me band called Upstate, uh, an album called Healing. They're like an indie folk pop band from Hudson Valley, New York. Uh, and if you like Lake Street Dive, it's very similar to that. The guitar player and, uh, for Lake Street really Dive good. quit today.
0: Oh. Rip in peace.
3: That's, That's hot, great. Goss. I, if, I mean, To some people. They're a pretty small band.
0: Yeah, so. yeah if you care about Lake Street Dive. <laughs> I mean, they played at Bomb Factory. E- yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. they're like a...
2: They're, they're not like a, a tiny band. They're not I like play. a hot Goss-level band. Like, I love Lake Street Dive, and I'm still obsessed with that album, but they're not like... It's, it's not, it's not like, you know, I feel like I'm a shit talking the band now and I see they're not up to that. Sorry. Hot. Let's reverse the hot goss. The guitar player of 16 years quit
0: the band today. And Metallica wrote 10 songs in quarantine. I feel like that's a good note to stop talking. A whole (laughs) big 10 songs. Wow. (laughs) And the joke I said in our chat was we're going to put that up on the fridge so everyone can see it. Yep, yep, yep.
2: But it takes up the whole fridge because there's just so Ten much. They're, 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 well, there are 10 songs and they're all seven and a half minutes long. And they're all, they I mean, it's just, it's unnecessary. We're just all like, very proud of you.
1: Just <laughs> Lars playing backbeats at boop, pop, pop, boop, 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 boop and, and like struggling to fucking do it.
2: And he's listening to this right now going, What's a backbeat? Does he even know what I do? Yeah, he's like, Fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> I play in the front beat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, anybody have anything else they want to say? Oh,
3: this is so much fun. Anybody else? We're not ending on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good doing the show in person again. Yeah. Uh, we won't be next week, I guess. Yeah, next uh, next week. The, the logistics of next week's episode. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. We yeah. yeah. Uh, my, my,
2: my, my My little focus right does not have enough inputs for next week. A little teaser Ooh. for what we're going to do it requires more people. So um, So thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you guys being here. Uh, if you haven't already, press that little follow or subscribe button on whatever app you have in front of you. If you like social media, especially you can... if
3: it's Spotify. Especially That'd if it's great. Spotify. Yeah, especially. I, you know, I have problems with Spotify as a podcast <laughs> platform. But if that's what you want to use, go ahead and subscribe there. Uh, it's follow there. That's why I say
2: follow or subscribe because it's follow uh, yeah. on Spotify. Uh, yeah, 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 the yeah. words are all changing. Yeah, now. yeah. So it, so if you're on Spotify,
0: hit the follow. Uh, oh, oh, are you shaking the
3: Punch the table
0: oh I i'm see. using title right now which is great because i can
3: uh whenever i share we never talked about that they got acquired and it's super weird like well, I didn't they got, know that they got acquired by square so like a finance company interesting bizarre but i'm using super uh
0: title currently and a it, it's a weird flex and really fun. Whenever I'm posting, whenever you share to your Instagram story what you're listening to, Uh-oh. it says title in the top corner. I'm like, fuck yeah! I, I pay
1: s- more money. You got the. Expensive. I saw that
2: today. I saw that today, and I was like, what's the flex? That yeah,
1: I saw that too. Also, you made fun of me last week for having Spotify Premium. I'm not paying I for
3: said that it, weird. don't worry. Well, I don't know what that means. I know, I know what title means. So. Well, anyway, so if you're
2: on Spotify, <laughs> press follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us that little five-star review. That's pretty cool, too, and very helpful. Uh, and again, social media, you can find us. Don't feed the artist DFTA podcast. Look it up. You know how to press the search button. We really appreciate it. Um, So, yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. It's so nice to be in person again and talking to my dear, dear friends. And so you guys can hear us just all uh, just all gabbing. So thank you so much and fuck off.
0: I don't know if uh, we don't have enough inputs next week because we are either going live to Waitsgiving or if we're going to a bum fight. Which one is it?